Hello! Boom shakalaka, boom boom. I thought that was going to be way more intense because she did this like flinging out arm movement and I was like, oh, Pammy's dropping it It was more like a chicken wing. Now, you know what? Now, yes, it is. I'm just going to apologize in advance. I had a mini heart attack, I want to say 15 minutes ago. I'm going to say all day, actually, a little bit. It was a little mini heart attack all day. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So, you know, I'm here. I'm back. Chelsea brought some baby bell cheese. Baby bell cheese which is and roasted almonds. My fucking favorite thing in the world. I mean, I guess it's kind of related to where my lady is. Like, I feel like a child when I eat these. Oh my god! Well, it's like, it's like when Clementines, like the super, like the cuties, where uh, you just peel and peel, and I'm like, I'm five years old now. It's just like this is childhood. So we'll be unwrapping a baby bell. <laughs> we're gonna be actively eating and yeah. um, eat medicating emotional wounds. Sorry this about entire that. Entire episode. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm not but am I? No, maybe I'm not sorry. I don't think we are. Sorry, not sorry. What are we talking about? I don't know. Oh, wait. Welcome to Fatal's Female. It's a podcast about females that are fatal. And if you're new. Baby Bell and all <laughs> And we eat and we drink. Heart, of, heart attacks of work. Um, what are we talking oh about? We, we did, did not. <laughs> we just launched in. I was like, oh, I have cheese in we my mouth. We launched in. And we're, we're so recording. ready for you guys. Guys, we're so ready. What are oh, we no, talking about? Oh, no. We've been about? watching Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, I have one thing I need to talk about. Lo- go in it, girl. Guys. What? If you have not watched Sharp Objects Haven't yet. watched it yet. But we have to read the book first. Well, you do. I read it three Mom, years ago. I meant we as me and the listeners. Yeah, but then there's half the listeners are with me. All right. Well, mother, whoever hasn't read the book, y'all got to read it. And also now you have to champion for me and tell how many of you haven't read the book. I'm telling you right now that I, I don't like a lot of shows, and uh, books into sh- movies and and movies into show whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying right yeah anything <laughs> i hope you guys know what we're saying <laughs> i don't i don't want to cheese i'm just gonna eat <laughs> listen anytime a piece of literature Shit, i'm already looking out the window <laughs> this does not bode well anytime a piece of literature gets transferred into the big screen your Sucks. television screen whatever it's not great and Y'all it gets really mad at me and, you know i get really mad at it and however I'm telling you right now, I am not mad at what happened. Well, that's because I think all mo- all books need to be a series so you can, like, cover it. They did a pretty good job on Gone Girl, I thought. Oh, Gone Girl was a great movie. Yeah. I didn't Here's the thing. I think Gillian Flynn, who wrote Sharp Objects and Gone Girl, is smart enough to be like, don't fuck with my story. I think it's also don't fuck with my story, but she also writes in a very cinematic way. Mm. Like, her writing, I'm like, this has to be a movie, and then ta-da. We asked you, Sydney... If you wanted to be a part of this podcast, and you said no, I think and now we're barking. My my, my dog tur is now. The dog tur might be another special guest. This are you gonna episode. be a special guest? What what are you doing? What's happening? Yeah. So Sydney's got nothing else to say. Anyway, well, she might come over here in a second. Well, that's um, very exciting. That'll be my next book. Oh my god, it's so good! I was at the Strand, and they have seventeen copies, just a shelf. But the thing is, is that another thing that I love the Strand, they don't have the book that has the, the movie fucking covers. movie covers. Hate I hate it. The second the movie or the show launches, you cannot find the original cover. I don't cover. want yeah. to see it. I don't want. I love her, but I don't want her face on a, my cover of my book. Okay. Okay. Sydney? We've got some opinions and growling on Sydney, the bed. Do you need to come over here? And I don't. I think it's rude that you waited until we started to have like do it's manipulative. You want to come on Mama lap? You want to come on Mama lap? She's not looking at um, anybody. Do you want to come on Mama Lap? She's looking at the ghost in the doorway. There is something. What is happening? Oh, we watched a really boring zombie movie last week. <laughs> <laughs> First off, the zombies 
were silent. Yeah, they just sort of clicked their jaws. They just went, oh, excuse me. Sydney is Sydney is louder not. than the zombies, I'll tell you that Sydney's much right now. Sydney's alerting the zombies. It was just sort of like a day in the life in the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. I actually really liked it. It was really good. It was just, I thought it was going to be this like intense train to Busan, like, what terrifying zombie movie and it the became night, the day the, the night the day the world the, the the night that ate the world the night that ate the world yeah first off amazing title let's go with that and it was great tattoo. it was like a guy who goes to a house party wakes up and the next thing he knows oops. lots of blood but no bodies like yeah there was yeah loved that it was a lot but i liked got it. up and walked away after they <laughs> were eaten I th- Excuse me. Well, this okay, is just getting well, out I of line. Okay, well, I guess now I've seen that. BRB, Pamela, fetching right here, the right doctor. Here. Come here. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, that was a wonderful film. It was great. I liked it a lot. Um, What else? Oh, there's that ghost story that we need to watch. That, oh, my God. I'm not ready for that, that one. That we need to be, the like. The trailer alone freaked me. We were, like, it was, like, 930, <laughs> and we were, like, can't handle that right now. Not handling it. Oh my god, that's ghost stories. And then there was that other one of like um, Our Home with those shadow parents. I don't like shadows. I like shadow things. They scare me more than anything else. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Well, my, um, so last, Pamela's freaking awesome episode last week. It's strong at the bottom. Too sweet. (laughs) What's wrong? It's alcohol. Got it. Great. So it's just, that's perfect. It's what we're doing. Uh, So I originally, uh, at the end of last episode, had picked the, what I thought was the inmate killer. Uh, and then I went to do research, and she didn't, I don't believe the two articles uh, given to me didn't say anything about killing. She mainly just, like, held other inmates hostage and okay. was just in a bunch of assaults, and I thought we'll, we'd stick to the, the gory murder yeah. um, genre until we run out of murderous ladies, and then Murder. we just go into, you know, like, red petty thefts and ram. unpaid parking ticket ladies. <laughs> In 10 years, we'll just be on, like, uh, jaywalking ladies in Chicago. No, in 10 years, we should start from the first episode. <coughs> and just redo it. Redo it. We're doing all it over mm-hmm. again. And we've actually spent 10 years doing all of the research, and we have... Or we switch guests. it up, and I do the ladies that you did, and you do Ooh, the ladies that I did. that would and be... And see if we find, like, new info. Super cool, actually. That's a pretty awesome idea. Well... Mm. Second podcast coming it's at you. She's nuts. Uh, They're so giving me good ideas. This lady is now from Canada, so I made... Canardia. Canardia, our very friend. Nobody talks about Canada because they're just wonderful people. Yeah, you guys have nothing wrong with you. Uh, So, I mean, you know, there's like Canadian whiskey, so we made a uh, rye whiskey cocktail with some maple syrup, lemons, and a little cinnamon. I thought that was a very Canadian... It's delicious. It's so delicious. Oh, that is easy. That is easy and strong. <laughs> easy like Sunday I could have literally maybe had like a touch more maple syrup because I want to taste like I'm sucking on Canada's trees. Wow. Then we garnish it with blackberries. I'm like, There's sorry. blackberries in nope, Canada, right? You cannot say sucking something like Canada that. trees. And then go quickly past it. <laughs> That's what I was sucking just... Sucking on Canada's trees. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God help us all. God help us all. Uncomfortable sip. I guess I just launch in. Let's just do that. I'm we ready. Are you we ready? Have, we have anything. I don't think we, we, have, we like hung out on Friday. So like we had a great time. We had like an impromptu Friday, which was great. I got called off work because apparently I was never scheduled to begin with. So and I had zero new. plans and I was like, I'm coming over. And which actually great. pisses me off because I almost want to like contact my GM and be like, we would have set up a recording day. Like Friday would have been our like recording oh, jam yeah. session. 
And alas, we just had to hang out. And you finally met Lila, my new I met cat. her, her lovely cat. cat. She's locked in the bathroom right now. So Inu's out and about. The, oh, thank God. Inu won't come out. I, I, I picked up the violin again. I took a lesson today. That's and lovely. my screeching bow um, movement brought my cat out of the room, who's been like a recluse for like five weeks. Thank God. So yeah, she's out and about. So Lila's locked in the bathroom with all of her provisions. So Inu can dominate the space again. Yeah, she needs to... I love what you said something so funny. You were like, "Yeah, it's like I'm in like I'm in fear love." Oh, absolutely! Utter... Every time she'd come near near me, I'd be like, "I don't trust the it's situation." Just, oh, it's like Suspect. dating a lot of my ex boyfriends. Just absolute love, but you know, just mildly afraid when they terror. walk around. Mild terror, <laughs> always on your toes, but always. not in an exciting and positive way. <laughs> You might not have your toes no. if you walk by her. I was like giving her love and she went, and I was like, ah, fuck oh, her. Yeah. She'll also do this like screaming thing at you where you're giving her love and she'll be like, ah. And you're oh. like, no. No. Ah. Okay. No. Oh, glad that didn't happen. Yeah, she's uncomfortable. Nah, she's fine. She's great. Anyway. All right, here we go. Let's do what we came here to do. I don't even know what you're doing. Who's going on? What's happening? Carla Leanne Hamolka. Oh. She also goes by Leanne Teal, but like that never comes up in the story. Leanne so fun Teal? fact for you. She has like three different names. I bet I guess like it's her probably like procuring aliases. I want to have three different uh, names. And she's part of the dynamic duo uh, of the schoolgirl killers. Oh, I like this already. Her husband also has a lovely moniker as the Scarborough Rapist. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Drum roll, please. Anyway, we're talking about Carla. Uh, she was born on May 4th, 1970 in oh. Ontario, Canada. I have a Canada joke I'm going to tell really quick. Let's go. How how do you um, how do you spell Canada? C-A-N-A-D-A. C-A-N-A-D-A. This is Chelsea's final episode <laughs> on Fatal Females Podcast. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. All right. Continue. I'll compose myself. Holy shit. Right. Ontario, Canada, May 4th. Carla was born. Got it. Uh, and then we jump right into the fact that she was married. Oh, so That's she's it. born married. Here <laughs> we go. It. Wasn't a lot, you like, know. Like most of women's lives, they That's are born, born and then married. Who cares? Nobody. Born, she had a dad, then she was p- passed into another man's hands. We don't need to know the end. Doesn't matter. This it's not important. Um, her, she married her husband, Paul Bernardo. Okay. In 1987. Yeah. Oh, shit. Born that year. That's our generation. Uh, and the crimes of which I'll be talking about took place between December, uh, that they were involved in together, took place between, like, December and April of 1990 to 1992. Oh, shit. Uh, before we go all in to Carla, because I don't know a lot about her back history, let's talk a little bit about Paul, because I'm going to talk, like, two seconds about Paul, and yeah, then we're yeah, going to yeah. forget about with. him. Get it over So with. Paul actually had what it sounds like a shitty childhood. Um, her, his mom married uh, his stepfather, who was very sexually abusive oh, and molested his sister. Um, but he was arrested and taken away, and after that, his mother became very depressed and withdrawn and, like, sort of became reclusive in their basement. Like, just sort of... <laughs> In their, not their bedroom, but the basement? Set up a little spot for herself in the basement and was sort of like, we're done. Okay. 
Um, Paul was known in the community as like the model child. All of the mothers are like, why can't you be like Paul? And he oh. was charming and everybody wanted to pinch his dipple, dimples, his dipples. His dipples. Oh, that <laughs> went real <laughs> bad. <laughs> Ooh. Dimples. Dimples. The two little buttons on the cheeks. Aye, aye, aye. Dipples. Hey Drinks are already getting to me. Drinks uh, are happening. Uh, he was charming. He was super cute in his Boy Scout uniform. Um... But as he got older, he sort of started to get a nice little vice of publicly humiliating women. Oh, uh, he's known me. to abuse the women that he dated throughout high school and college. Um, after meeting Carla in 1987, he met his match as she more encouraged his dark sexual fantasies and fought against it. Okay. His Bible, oh. you're going to fucking, I was so happy when I read this. His Bible is Brett Easton Ellis's novel, American Psycho. Oh! So I'm immediately picturing Patrick Bateman oh. as his mock-up and who he presents himself to the world. Okay, I can see that. Great. Because that's I his see like, Bible. Um, Damn, from that's May, a fucked up book, too. I need to read the book There's a so gerbil bad. scene in it that's not okay. That's not it's okay. It's never an okay scene with a gerbil, mm -mm. I find. I don't like it. They always mm -mm. end up in weird places. Mm -mm. Oh my god. Remember this story that <laughs> I had what like are you a about I had say? like an accident years ago and ended up in the ER. What are you about to say? And the oh, officer okay. taught like yes. I don't know, people would like put gerbils up their bums. Oh. But that's a different <laughs> that's a different podcast altogether. She did not put a gerbil that up her bum. That was not my accident. If she did, I would not have taken her to the hospital. I would have said walk your damn self. Walk. <laughs> it would have been like walk it out. Walk your damn you self. Walk it out. I'm Don't not. you have a record of this? Walk it out. You get that damn animal out of your mm -hmm. butt. Walk it off, walk it out. <laughs> not near me, I tell you that much. Mm -mm. Oh, man. Anyway, fun gerbil fact. <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> so then from May of 87 to May of 1990, I like how it all is in May. Not mm -hmm. all in May, but from May to May. Got it. From May to uh, May. Paul raped, attempted to rape, and Ooh. or assaulted more than 20 girls and young women. Like the one a day? The oldest of which was 19. The oldest? Yeah, so it was all... I don't like any of 19 this. 19 and under. I don't like this. Uh, so three years did over more than 20 and that's how he became known as the Scarborough Rapist. So during everything I'm talking about, um, he's also doing other rapey things outside of the marriage. She um, is involved in some way, shape or form, uh -oh. our Lady Carla. Here we go. Uh, but I, um, so while the, while the police are tracking down murderers, they're also trying to track down the Scarborough Rapist. <sighs> and now let's oh. get into and it. And now we <clears> begin. <throat> 1990. Ah, oh, shit. Summertime. Ah, oh, the summer of 1990. Now, early on, Bernardo takes interest in Carla's younger sister, Tammy, who no. is 15 Tammy, run. at the time. Run. Now, Carla is wildly aware of his infatuation and the special interest Paul has taken to Pammy. Excuse um, me? She even... What did you just say? She... You just said Pammy. Tammy. <laughs> you said Pammy. Okay, so this is going to happen Excuse the whole time. Me. It's too much. The first time Do I read it. brought bring my name into this <laughs> the story. The first time I read, I like mentioned something about this and said Pammy to Jesse. No, it's and Tammy. Didn't, I didn't 
catch it and he was like, you have some feelings about your friend, babe? And I was like, oh my God, did I say Pammy? Never in my life. Oh, fuck. Pammy. I'm going to get really uncomfortable. I'm already uncomfortable. But So Carla notices Paul's special interest in Tammy. Tammy. T is in Tom. Tammy. She even pretends to be her younger sister, during several occasions when her and Paul would have sex to try and, like, alleviate. Get it out of him. Get it out of him. Get it out. Uh, Paul was also found stalking Tammy from outside the house and masturbating while she undressed in her bedroom. Normal. Uh, In September of 1990, Paul becomes so persistent in fulfilling his desires for Tammy that Carla agrees to help him. No, no. That's the wrong answer. No, no. She figures to minimize risk, take control, and keep it in the family. I don't know if that's appropriate. She's also quoted... Ooh, no, I want to come back to that quote. Um, So around... Chelsea's notes are like my notes. They're (laughs) everywhere. She's got like number one asterisks, number two asterisks. So I just mentioned that in September he became so persistent, but then my next note is July. So between July and September, all of this takes. Got it. No, between July and December, all of this takes place. So like the budding infatuation the multiple sex with, you know, pretending to be my younger sister. The multiple sex. The multiple sex. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, uh, my wife. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, my God. They're all over. So at some point, Carla and Bernardo, uh, sorry, it's always, his name's Paul Bernardo. So some of my notes are Bernardo. So at some point, Carla and Paul uh, brought Tammy over to the house. They also may have all been living together. It's, I don't think they were living together. I think they just had a lot of family functions at Carla's family's home. Don't. Stop having family functions Precisely. Uh, So at some point, uh, Carla and Paul are hanging out with Tammy and they serve her a spaghetti dinner. Uh, She eats it, not knowing it is purely laced with Vicodin. God damn it. Uh, According to Paul's testimony, Tammy fell unconscious, where Paul raped her for about a minute, but then she started to, the Vicodin started to wear off. She became, like, started to wake up, so they, like, Nah, and then stopped and cleaned her up and was like, oh, you fell asleep. Oh, that's, that makes me so uncomfortable. Now it's December 23rd or 24th, 1990. Oh my God, it's almost Christmas time. It's the Homolka family Christmas party. Jesus. Uh, and it's six months until the wedding of Carla and Paul. Okay. So we're, we're going to celebrate. Okay. Right. Uh, Carla worked at a uh, Martindale veterinarian clinic. And oh, I she like her. Good. stole. Do oh, you? Nope, do you not, like never her? Never mind. Don't like she, her anymore. <laughs> she stole uh, halothane, which is part of an anesthetic for animals. Um, they drug Tammy with this, like again. Yeah. Well, it didn't work the first time. He only got to like <laughs> rape her for like a minute. Oh, God. Um, so this time, everyone goes to like bed. They give Tammy this, like, rum eggnog cocktail that's, like, laced with this. God damn it, because that's my favorite thing. Oh, it's the Because that's my favorite thing. Uh, laced with this anesthetic, and she is unconscious. Um, she ends up, later, after the rape, she ends up overdosing uh, and ex- uh, vomiting and asphyxiating on her own vomit. 
And so she... She dies. She dies. She dies? Tammy's um, dead. The reason for the 24th sort of Christmas arrival of this plan that they have is because Paul seemed to have issues that Carla wasn't a virgin. So Carla decides that she'll, quote, give Tammy's virginity to Paul, end quote. Uh, uh-uh. Uh, they no. actually ended up filling the entire excursion, if you will, the entire rape and assault, and then they were swapping turns. Swapping turns? Uh, holding the camera and doing terrible Oh, there's things. a camera involved, Oh, yeah, they, too. they, like, they were voyeurs, too. They filmed everything they did. So it was a tap out and it was recorded. And your turn and I'll hold the camera. Nah. Uh, several nah. hours after the fatal ordeal, uh, she was pronounced dead at St. Catherine's General Hospital since after she, they found, they, she asphyxiated on her vomit uh, before calling 911 or the police. They cleaned her up, redressed her, and then staged her in her, uh, her basement bedroom. Like, it can't be a basement bedroom. I guess we would have a window in a basement bedroom if Paul's creeping around outside. I don't like any of this. I don't know. This was one of those weird ones where the facts were every which way <laughs> and no one did yeah, anything yeah, yeah, in chronological yeah. order. So y'all bear with me. Oh, I'm barren and I don't like it. So it's 1990. Tammy's dead. And so she, is it as they're raping her, she chokes on her own vomit? Because that's just terrible. Or is it afterwards? It's after. Like, it, like. Oh, no, it's after. Like, okay. they, because what they kept doing is dosing her more and more and more to keep her Fucking under. Fucking people. So she threw up as a reaction, and because they left her on her back, because yep. they would get all up into their own, like, video shit, and she asphyxiated and died. Tammy. Just awful. Tammy. Um, a mere three weeks after oh, Tammy's horrific three death. Three weeks. Carl and Paul make a film. Ooh. It's called oh. The Fireside Chat. Oh my god, do you know what's so fucking funny? No. Is that every time we have a meeting with, Oh no. <laughs> every time we have a meeting at work that's like with like an external person or one of the founders. Oh no. It's called Fireside Chat. <laughs> Is anyone named Paul? Is no. anyone named Carla? No, no. Uh, you might want to let them know about this reference. Does anybody listen? Because I, this needs to change. You know who's gonna fucking listen? Lee's listening, and Lee's Ooh, gonna change this shit right quick. Please change it, Lee, because uh-uh, the we're not fireside this. chat I don't took want place it. at the Homolka family residence. I don't want to hear it. During the film, Carla is heard telling Paul how much she enjoyed him raping her sister, and that she'd like to leave a rose on Tammy's grave. I think those two ideas are way too different to be included in the same film. Or the same thought. The same woman. Like, thank you. I loved watching you rape my sister, but could we pay our respects and drop a rose? Post-haste. Real quick. One second. Uh, The film leads them into Tammy's room, where Carla ends up putting on her clothes. This has to stop. Begins to imitate and behave like Tammy, and they end up ending the film by having intercourse on Tammy's bed. Mm-mm-mm. There's not enough alcohol in this drink. For I can't even speak. I'm Needless so, to say, I'm these so. little videos have a major playing uh, later in the Do trial. They leak? Are they leaking? <laughs> Fireside chat. Get the fuck out of here. June 1991. Okay. Little Leslie Mahavi is in ninth grade. She has braces. Shit. She's young. Okay. 
She's excited for her 15th birthday. It's two weeks away. This is making me eat more cheese. Well, (laughs) get ready. June 14th, Leslie attends the wake of a friend who died in a car accident. And afterwards... That's sad. Yeah, oh my God. It's, like, really sad. Uh, After she joins her friends in the woods to celebrate the life lost and they grieve together... Have some beers. Can you have a funeral? Can you have my funeral in the woods? That sounds great. Well, yeah. Have my funeral in the woods. That's fine. I'm going to be under, a, like, literally planted under a tree for mine. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, too. you know, like, make people like dance, like. You oh know. my God, we'll wear flower crowns. Yeah. And have a big bonfire. Celebrate my life. Well, we're we are. Celebrate it. We'll just play all of our episodes of the podcast <laughs> on repeat. It'll be great. It'll be like a weird little like cult thing. <laughs> it's so fucking creepy. <laughs> Uh, 2 a.m., we're leaving the woods. We're all grieved and celebrated out. And Leslie walks home with a couple friends, uh, but sends them both away uh, because she can't get in the side door of her house. And they're like, well, we'll wait for you. She's like, it's fine. I can get in the front. Go. So they take, like, a shortcut out the back of her house and go home, as neighborhood kids do. God damn it, Well, the front door is also locked. Uh, So she walks to a nearby payphone and pleads with another friend to stay at their house but apparently this friend is a piece of shit because she's denied. Uh, the phone call lasts around 30 minutes because it ends at 2.30 in which she says to her friend, she'll just go bang on the door and wake up her mother, which she was like trying to avoid. It's 2 a.m., you're 15, don't wake up your mom. I My, my ass would be grass. Oh my God. I would be, my dad would kick First of all, my ass. no one would be asleep in my house. They'd nope. be waiting on the mm-hmm. front porch on the swing in the dark, mm-hmm. like, where were mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. And then my dad, on multiple occasions, would, like, take the, um, like, would unhook the battery of the car so that I just couldn't use it. That's, wow. Well, he would, he would like, take my keys away, but we had, like, 1,500 pair of spare keys. So, like, it was literally Damn. in order for me to actually be grounded. He would have to, like, de-mechanize the car. I like it. That's, like, extreme. <laughs> I like it. It was good times. It was good times in high school. <laughs> good times. Uh, so she goes from, so somewhere from the payphone to the house, she disappears. Her mo- She never comes home. Um, she is mainly uh, red flags are up because she doesn't appear at the funeral of the friend that she attended the wake for. Um, and four days later on June 18th, an official report was made that sh- uh, Leslie was actually a runaway. So you uh, that allows police to actually arrest her if they see her because the mother just figured she ran away. I mean, I bet Leslie was sort of like... You know, if she's out until 2 a.m. I actually don't mind that law. No, not at all. If like, you're listed as a runaway and you are seen, you're immediately you're arrested. arrested. So, and the mother go is called. Home. Yeah, the mother, go home. Fuck. Uh, we should start so, our own law. You know, <laughs> at the end of every episode, we're putting laws down. We start writing them down. I don't make them. <laughs> I'm personally not going to do anything with them, so it's cool. <laughs> June 29th, 1991. Here we go. Leslie Mahaffey's dismembered body was found locked in concrete in Lake Gibson, Ontario. How do you lock something in concrete? You dump it over it, I guess. Oh, I literally, in my mind, I just had a concrete box with a lock on it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
These are great drinks, guys. I recommend it. These are fabulous. Mm, they're smooth cheese and smooth. Smooth. Booze and cheese. This is a horrifically giggly episode for the content of Sorry it. Sorry about anyway, it. Anyway, it's fine. That's how we deal with it's, it. We, we laugh as to not cry. God damn it. Uh, the block containing just her torso oh. weighed well over 200 pounds, and she had to be identified by her braces and, a.k.a. her dental records. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. So for 24 hours after her abduction on June 14th, Leslie was raped, sodomized, and tortured at the hands of Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo. Oh. Carla claims Paul strangled Leslie twice before killing her when the when the first try only left her unconscious for a few minutes. However, according to Paul, Leslie died due to an overdose from the tranquilizers they had sedated her with, and he claims they were um, going to drive her away from the house and release her alive. He states he wasn't even aware she was dead until he went to move her body to the car. Apparently, Paul and Carla panicked and attempted to actually resuscitate her to no avail. Sure. Right. I smell bullshit. Mm. I smell it. June 16th, Sunday, 1991, Father's Day. Uh-oh. Um, Leslie's, uh, the body of Leslie is moved to the basement while Paul and Carla entertain the Homolka family at their home. Okay. It is Father's Day after all. Okay. Uh, they're persistent that no one should go downstairs. No, 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 we'll get it. We'll get it. Don't worry. No, no, sit down. Relax. Please, mother, mother. It's Father's Day. I'll go. Sit down. I got this. After the family leaves, Paul and Carla use a circular saw, which I like that it was defined as Paul's grandfather's circular saw. Ah. So does the trouble start then, oh, Grandpa? Jesus. Let's go back moons uh, ago. Many moons generations. ago. Generations. Uh, so they use that to cut up Leslie's body. <clears throat> According to a confession given to Carla's aunt, Carla was at work during the dismemberment, according to her. Uh, Paul states, Carla was only absent for the washing and bagging of the various body parts, and then they covered these bags with the concrete. And then they dumped it in the lake. Jesus fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. <laughs> they're just... A dream couple. My thing is, like, what are you think? Like, this is so. This is so. You're the love of your life. Your husband is it has these thoughts and wants to do these things. I mean, his Bible is American Psycho. And you're just like, okay, okay. I like you know what, babe. I support you. Sweetie, I'm a supportful wife. I'm not here to judge. When you're happy, I'm happy. Like, what is that? You know, it's like, you know, I like, you know, I like taking long walks on the beach. Let's what do, do you it. like? Oh, you like pouring. Raping and slaughtering young women. Or that. I right. was going to say, you know, pouring concrete on fucking torsos. That That's too. cool. Maybe we can take a long walk. And, and then, then do that? Do that. Like, how that do you be... even, like, how are you. How do you bring it up? Here's my thing. How do you bring it up outside of just being, like, just an all-out fantasy talk? You know what I mean? Like, every cup, that was very sweet of you. I flat out just. So whereas I just crunched an almond possibly right in the mic. <clears throat> trying to not be so loud. Pamela's a lady and covered her mouth. And I that's why I said she was very sweet. I'm I trying. apparently don't care about your ears. <laughs> I'm like, munch, munch, munch. Mm -hmm. uh, my mate, because I feel like all couples have that like, like what's your, like what's your biggest? What's your fan? darkest? What's your darkest? And we all never tell what our true darkest fan <laughs> is ever. ever. Are you kidding because me? Because you sound like you're crazy. I actually tell my darkest. Oh, okay, well then you sound like you're and crazy. And many a boyfriend is like, God help us. <laughs> God fucking. But not a single boyfriend has been like, let's do it. 
Let's go. Let's do this. I can now. even be like, let's act it out. Yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah. Let's pretend. Yeah. I'll be my younger sister, so you don't have to do that to her. Mm. But like, where? When do you decide to be like, nah, we gotta do this? You know what? I'm gonna get show. some Valium. Let's drug her, and you know what? You can put it in her. That's fine. I'll videotape the, the whole fuck? thing. Broken. They're broken people. This is Canada. Come on now. I had hopes for you. Well, y'all ain't so safe. Oh, shit. Uh, after investigators found Leslie's body, it took two years what? to find the murderers. Uh, videotapes of her torture, rape, and murder were found at Carla and Paul's home eventually. Uh, the one truth the couple never disagreed on in their individual testimonies uh, was that they gave uh, her a teddy bear to cuddle with in between assaults. So they would, like, come at her, abuse her, assault, rape her, and then leave, take a shower, go to work, give her a teddy bear. I don't, I don't like this. I'm, so, like, episodes ago, we mentioned watching a movie called Hounds of Love. Great movie, great movie. And I am one, huh? I have to go back and I can't remember if it's British or Canadian or not. Australian. Shit. It's Australian. So, anu- so there's another couple out there. I guess, I guess... Couples do this a lot. It's weird. I don't get you this. You guess couples do this a lot? Well, That's I not feel the like Canada. Answer. I feel like there's a British one. Also, every or maybe some Australian dude read this on the web on the line and was like, "Oh, this weird shit happened in Canada. Let's make a movie about it." I think that's what it is. It has to be. Because I feel like the girl had braces and they gave her a teddy bear after they would leave the room. Whatever it is, I don't like it. Well, it's what's happening in real life. Oh fuck. Well, on April sixteenth. 1992, 15-year-old ice skater Kristen Dawn French was walking home from her Catholic school Holy Cross Secondary. Shit. Towards the entrance of the church parking lot, Kristen was approached by a couple asking for directions. Don't give it to them. While she was speaking with the woman, she was attacked from behind and forced into a car at knife point. This is confirmed by several witnesses. What were you doing? Excuse me. I had to walk away from my notes for a second. I was like... I'm sorry, several witnesses see a 15-year-old knife point dragged into a car and no one follows them. No one says, call the cops, I'm going after them, this is the license plate. Or what about, I'm scared to go after them, but I'm going to report this and here's the license plate. Go after 911. Them. Several of you go license after them. plate. Who is there any like nobody? Big stra- nobody. No. Nope. Because it's Canada. What are they going to do? Oh, they They're must like, be going to a turkey eh. dinner. Eh. <laughs> Well, on April 30th, her body was found alongside of a road. Carla Hamolka and Paul Bernardo, I do like how often I repeat their last names. I mean, I got to know who they are. Spent three days assaulting, raping, sexually humiliating, and forcing Kristen to drink heavy amounts of alcohol. What? Three days? Three fucking days. That shit ain't right. They killed her on April 19th and dumped her battered, tortured, naked body in a ditch. This ain't right. And left her. This ain't right. A monument at the head of a nature trail was erected in Kristen's honor, and on one of her memorials reads, her legacy proves an inspiration. My tits are getting so hard at this next part. (laughs) Per testimony from Paul, uh, during her final hours, Kristen is to have said, some things are worth dying for. I don't know how your wife can stand to be around you. Oh, like they're cutting my dress open. 
Finally. It's so great. I don't know how your wife can stand to be around you. 15 years old, she has more moxie than I think I've ever had. Go fuck yourself. And that was like towards the end of her torture. So like some of the final Day two and 12 hours in. Yeah. She's like, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. I don't know how your wife does it. Oh. Oh, now we're over here. Wait, and they know that because I'm assuming it was taped or something? It's taped, and then that Paul sat like, talked about Oh, would say that? that First off, Paul, don't say that out loud. That's embarrassing for you. They got some, like, weird, maybe it's on a tape, too. That's some fucked up shit. I don't know. Now I'm just making sure I didn't skip anything. And nope. Awesome. February 1993, Carla and Paul are arrested. Thank Uh, God. Finally. Carla immediately tells investigators she was an unwilling participant in the crimes (laughs) and that Paul was abusive to her and made her do it. Guys, it wasn't me, I swear. I had nothing to do with it. He's awful. You see what he's doing? He made me. I'm Mm -mm. abused. I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Um, she struck a plea bargain and was eventually sentenced to only 12 years in prison for a guilty plea for manslaughter and sold Paul the fuck out. 12 years? All she got was 12 years. And, oh. For a guilty plea of manslaughter. Paul was convicted of the murders of Leslie uh, Mahaffey and Kristen Frentz. He received the maximum sentence in Canada for his crimes, also being the Scarberry Rapist. Uh This came up. Ta-da! Oh, He's the Scarborough Rapist. This guy is now it. So all of this sort of acted against Paul, uh, and he was sentenced to life in prison and registered as a dangerous offender. Yes. He will never be free. Good. Good. Um, during the investigation and trial, the couple underwent uh, a psych- psychopathy test. Psychopathy test. Psychopathy. Psychopathy, right? There it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Carla achieved a 5 out of 40, not a psycho. Oh, okay. I was like, that's pretty low, but that's a Whereas good thing. <laughs> Paul nailed it at 35 out of 40. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 Patrick ding. Patrick Bateman! You're ding. doing it. You're living up to your Jesus. Jesus. Uh, with Literally. Carla's plea deal set and signed, Paul's defense attorney has decided to withhold hold on to the extremely incriminating videotapes uh, the couple had made during every rape and murder. Oh, okay. Uh, which also means not just Leslie or Kristen French and Leslie Mahaffey, it's also the Scarborough stuff. Some of the Scarborough stuff oh, as well. Jesus Christ. Um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this was, they were going to try and use this against Carla when she took the stand against Paul uh, during her hearing. So they wanted to be like, you can't trust anything she says. These are all these videos per, uh, where she's like saying she's doing all this shit. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Paul's first attorneys were kind of young and a little inexperienced in such a serious trial, and the keeping of the tapes was actually viewed as withholding of evidence. Uh, due to that huge mistake, uh, and just honestly their ethical dilemma of representing Paul, his first attorneys backed out, stopped representing him, and then he was represented by a John Rawson or Rosen. My thing is, is like, could you imagine being a lawyer and this is your first case? And they're like, I'd be like, nah, actually, <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm gonna, you know what? Unfortunately, I cannot because um, my professor says this is absurd. This <laughs> is, I can't do 12. this. I'm twelve. I'm twelve. I'm Doogie Hauser. I could be one of your MD. Victims. I can't do it. Um. Also, so I also I kind of again this 
<laughs> There's just a lot of information, and like some of it worked, some of it didn't. Excuse me, give it to us. Gonna I go want into it, and I'm just gonna ramble on occasion. Uh, also, a part of Carla's bargain was what's called a publication ban. This is a prohibitive court order in which the public and or media cannot know or release certain facts from an otherwise public yeah. proceeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this was to protect uh, bias against the reputation of a victim or witness. Publication bans are commonly used in crimes that involve minors or sexual assaults. So literally this case. <laughs> Everything about Everything this about this. Uh, this ban was issued to Carla in which none of the details of her hearing or trial could be released to sway public opinion on Paul before his trial. Got it. So she had a hearing. There is nothing I can get on her hearing because it's a pro, it's a band. Mm -hmm. I can get shit on Paul. So we go a little Paul heavy. I think that also second. has to do something. Don't you think that also has to do something with the plea bargain? Like you can't. I feel like you can't say certain things if you've agreed to make a plea bargain. Well, that's what it was. It was yeah, part yeah, yeah, yeah. of her plea bargain was, all right, you gave us enough shit to go after and incriminate Paul for right. most of the shit. You're going to serve manslaughter, um, but you also can't go out and slander his name. Exactly. It, like, yeah. At first I read it as almost a protection of her, but it was actually so that she couldn't fuck up yeah. Paul and manipulate Paul's outcome. Right. Um. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, she maintained her position that she was abusively forced to do his bidding don't and never it. participated willingly. I don't trust you. Uh, she gave up a, she gave a very good performance, though, because everybody ate it up. Everyone was convinced that Paul just beat her into submission to do all. <laughs> I wish, I, I literally it. want to take a picture of your face just then, mm -hmm. and that's the picture we use. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Okay. I don't like it. Well... The videotapes were watched. Well, thank God, because I'm pretty sure she's into it. I'm going to tap you out. the tapes, Carla is seen performing intercourse on a female prostitute in Atlantic City. Jesus Christ. Drugging an already unconscious victim and sexually assaulting four other female victims. That aren't that. That, that are not this. That are not that. That are not this. Just part of the Scarborough fucking... Right oh, so she, oh, because he was doing this. Well, um, or he start he his term as the Scarborough rapist ended around 1990 when their shit started to pick up. So oh. his sort of malignant cancer of rape bled into their like rapey murder fantasy vibe sex thing. Uh uh. Uh, once this evidence became known, it created massive uproar uh why was it held from the police why wasn't this released sooner why did we let this bitch plea bargain because in canada they're so i feel like nice like what go what we said goes so the second she got like signed sealed delivered plea bargain it, it wasn't going to be adjusted at all Shit. uh paul also testified that although he did the bulk of the raping and assaulting to leslie and Kristen, it was carla who inevitably killed them because she was administering all of the drugs uh the public was outraged as they had sided with carla believing her to be the victim of paul's psych um psychotic fantasies but nothing could be found to break her original plea bargain as she had provided her information against paul so uh, she had upheld her part of her bargain. So she's still golden. She's good. She's Damn. good. After all of those fucking tapes came out. Yep. Ooh, that biatch. Yep. They claimed her bargain a deal with the devil. Yeah, yeah no shit. Yep. No shit. Uh, 
there was also something I was just like, we don't need to comment devil again. Uh, there was a passage that said when they were going back to reevaluate her plea bargain, uh, they just said, listen, we talked to the lesser of the devils and we got what we needed to put them both away. Okay. Right. All right. Here we are. Mm. Uh, to Not to her credit, but to be sort of fair, she wasn't doing anything criminal up until she met Paul. Okay. I mean, okay. But like, I I mean, like, oh, I'm I mean, throwing you the smallest Put bone. her the fuck away. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I can understand the ease in which it would be to believe that she had been like swept up in this debonair, yeah, no psychopathic nah. world. No, 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 no. Uh, December 2001, authorities decided there could be no further use of the tapes and they had them destroyed. I don't know. I don't know. That's mind-boggling No to me. further use? Meh. Burn them? Well, I guess in Canada, Paul cannot appeal. Okay. There's no, so there's literally no use. She's going to But do, don't you, do, I feel like there's boxes of evidence like everywhere. I don't know. I feel like, like download that on a goddamn video file. First. Yeah, if they're bulky, put them on a USB. But like, don't get rid of it. Also. What if, wait, what if we're going to need something? What if something needs to be needed? I don't know. I, if I was the families, I would be like, it's not that I ever want to see those, but fuck no. How dare you destroy those? Yes. Um, an additional video uh, of Carla that they the, the investigators made Carla sit and watch all the videos, and then there's a video testimony of her, like, watching and commenting on them. That is a, like, locked, sealed, impenetrable file that no judge, jury can get their hands <laughs> You're on. You're telling me there's a director's cut with commentary. Yep. Yes, there is. Every single fucking video has Carla commenting on it. I don't want it. God only knows what she's commenting. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to look at it. Because her ban is protecting her at this point. I don't point. want it. I don't want it. Carla Hamolka. I don't even. What the fuck is this bitch? I don't even yeah, care. I it. hate her. Carla she's Hamolka. She's a bitch. I know. I don't like Carla her Carla <laughs> Typically, I'm like, no, and I'm like, no, she can oh, burn. She can fucking burn. No, I don't like her at Carla all. Homoko was released after serving her 12-year sentence exactly. She went in in 1993. She was out in, two, in 2005. Yeah. Uh, during her time in prison, she began an extended love affair with an inmate named Linda Veronu. Oh. Uh, who would... <laughs> Who was really just in for robbery and petty crimes and would get released and then reoffend just so she could come back and be with Carla. That's true love. So that is true fucking love. That's Carla, I guess. Jesus. Uh, Carla stated she did not believe the affair was homosexual as Linda viewed herself as a man and planned on uh, going through a sex change operation when they were both out. Okay. Uh, close to her release, Carla ended the relationship. And also during that time, she met a male inmate in jail and had sex with him and wished to marry him. Uh, now, Carla eventually remarries, but there's literally no comment of who her husband was or when or how. So I almost think that maybe she did marry this other inmate and he's still an inmate. And that's why there's no information about him. Uh, Wait, and it's, am I, re- am I, re- so I might it, be retarded because I feel like, I shouldn't say that, I apologize. We're I not might have, that's not why you listen to this. I might have said something I shouldn't have because I thought women and men were separated in the so, judicial system. There was a certain instance where that 
they were like integrated at one, not like as a system, but there was some sort of function or something where like the more calm inmates were, I don't okay. fucking know, somehow. But so I get, okay, yeah. And they struck up a correspondence and then communicated in letters. Okay. And, and then, then they after their... they blew, at one point it was like, um, they think they were, it's it's like the male-female facility is all one main building, but divided by a section and then oh, a fence. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. So then, okay. like, at one point they were seen, like, she stripped during rec or something, and he, like, touched her up against the fence and whatever. Whoa. And then as their relationship became more and more serious and marriage was talked about, I'm assuming they had fucking, like, conjugal visits. Conjugal. Um... But whether it's this inmate or an entirely different mystery man, I genuinely don't know. But okay. in 2007, she gave birth to a baby boy. Oh. And fuck Quebec. Fuck Canada. Too many people know me. She tried to get her name changed, and people were like, you don't get your name changed. People get to know who you are. Yes, absolutely. Um, because everyone was, literally the whole country was pissed that she had she got her 12 years absolutely. and then came out. So, um then she tried to like sue the government for like not allowing her to change her name. She tried to sue because like her halfway house was like next to a school ground. Uh, and so she was like, you're trying to sabotage me and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, nope, it's no sabotage if you're a monster. Like, just, so, nope. Also, aren't you supposed to be fucking guilty? Like right. not guilty, you right. dumb Precisely. hooker? Jesus. Um, so she decides to move to the Antilles, which is a Caribbean Archipelago, which is a chain of islands. I did that research for you. There you Ooh, go. Archipelago. Uh, she wanted a more normal life. I'm very excited, though, that she moved to the Antilles because one of my, like, favorite musicals this year is Once on this Island. And they literally say, There is an island where the rivers run deep, where the sea sparkles in the sun, which lends it the jewel of the Antilles. And I got super excited wow. and maybe took a singing break. Thank during you for that. Well, welcome. I think you just kind of did. We dance. Oh, we, that, we did that in Amanda. We did, um, you would know if I listened. Anyway, I'm not going to go into I'm that. I'm sorry, what just happened? <laughs> when we were fingers and toes. Released. Oh, fingers and toes release. Um, so as of April 2016, she lives with three children uh -uh. back in Quebec. No. Uh, and is angry should reporters call upon her and ask to speak with her. Um, later into her prison system, she was evaluated, reevaluated, cross-examined by psychiatrists, psych psychiatrists, psychologists. Oh, there you go. Um, and to end this extravaganza shitstorm shitstorm of an episode uh, one psychologist claims she remains something of a diagnostic mystery despite her ability to present herself very well there is a moral vacuity in her which is difficult if not impossible to explain what the fuck so basically uh, she, she's a moral vacuum uh, so they also was commented on that like she is she is so well in being like a psychopath that she was able to like manipulate the psychopathy tests and that she basically just sheds her mask and sheds her face and adopts whatever she needs to not be rejected by whoever's in front of her. So she's the devil. So she's a Canadian she's devil. She's a hound of love, I'm convinced. So for Paul, her mask was just this vessel of debauchery and dark fantasy, and then it became I'm a lesbian in prison, but I'm not because like 
they're transgender right, right, and now right, right, I'm right. she just is uh-uh. whoever she I don't like thinks, this. I don't she's like this whoever chick. she thinks she can get the most out of you by being. So how, however she feels she can get the most love by you, she just becomes exactly what you need. So you don't ever fucking know the real Carla. That's that's terrifying. Terrifying. I don't like her. She scares me. But yeah, that's Carla Homolka, a living bitch in living. Quebec. I'm gonna write her a letter. Well, you should a strongly strong, worded okay, like, letter. Uh, please tune in to um, this episode. This episode of How I don't know whatever you. it's called. Only a teddy bear. No, I think it should be called a fireside chat. <laughs> It'll be called a fire. It's absolutely called a fireside chat. But I am doing a picture of the teddy bear because there's a picture of That's the teddy bear. Terrifying. So yeah, these are assholes. And yeah, Paul's in jail for life. Good. I hope he never fucking he sees the light of day. And I, I hate hope him. Carla fucks up and stuff. Oh, and then there was a thing too that I read or read, but it didn't really feel like writing down. Um, they she tried to appeal because something went down where if you. If you were, like, um, convicted of, like, a rape or an assault or something, but you didn't have to serve the maximum sentence for it, they would actually, uh, in order for you to be a productive member of society, exonerate, not exonerate your record, but hide it during, uh, like, background checks. Huh. So that uh, you could be employed. And then her request of that was immediately denied. Because, like, I mean, you can't get that plea bargain and have all those videos come out, and you basically just duped an entire country. The fact that there's commentary, like, I don't like that at all. That makes me really sad. Yeah, the fact that she sat in a fucking room and watched all that, and then... But my issue, too, is the investigators. My issue is the fact that I... It was so... the, The information was so jumbled and convoluted that, like, I could not tell the timeline of, like... Did we have the videos already? But then we figured, well, he's doing most of the shit on camera. So if we can get her to testify against him, we can plea her out to where I almost feel like plea I almost feel like plea bargains make the judicial system complicit in the crime. Like if I you knew what yeah. she did and allowed her to take a mid, like a, a lesser sentence, you're a dirtbag. So I'm thinking plea bargain, my husband did everything. Awesome tapes were released what the fuck did we just do i mean i i would hope because one, one would, would hope. hope one would fucking hope but we've been disappointed before but this is oh that makes me very, i don't like it i don't like it at all so yeah that was uh that was a that was a fun afternoon. that was a good one that was a very well, good yeah, one well it was such a quick swap because i was like researching the prison one and i was like there's not a lot going on yeah. i found two news articles and they were literally verbatim to each other uh, so I texted Pammy very like early this afternoon, she and I was me at twelve thirty six when, when California LA wakes. was waking up, and I'm literally like, "Hey, I'm not really finding a lot, and I just I don't feel like this fits with our theme Do right now." Do what you now. want, it's, and it's I, your thing. Oh my god! And we don't ever like clip back at each other, like unless we're super annoyed or just Jesus annoyed. Christ. And Pammy, I haven't talked to her all fucking day, and she immediately comes back with, whatever, do what you need to do. And I look at my boyfriend, and I'm like, well, we are emotional this afternoon. Guys, I was very emotional. And I'm like, can you go, can you read the text that I sent her? I don't feel like I nope. attacked this. It's just me it was losing just my shit. Just me so, losing my shit. I'm super glad I did them, though, because there oh, that was, was awesome. the world of information I loved on it. them. That was fantastic. All right. Um, well, um... Next week, we will be discussing 
Oh, who do I even want to? Oh yeah, sort of. Don't get angry if you if we don't mention Chalice a choice because we are trying to double record every time we record yes, because so we... our falls are very busy with like know, it's too much. shows and vacations and work. It's too much. Um, so next week Ooh, give you're us gonna a listen give us to. A hit. I want to say the definition of Munchausen <laughs> by proxy. Gone awry. Oh, I feel like it's already awry. So the so, fact that it's gone awry, it's it's absurd. Terrifying. It's literally one of the most fucked up things I've ever. Oh my god. I've ever researched. Well, y'all wait a week. Uh, let's get down to this. We're not then. waiting. I'm We're ready to right learn. Now. Here we go. Uh, so we got shit to do. We have shit to do. Um, you're gonna follow us on Instagram, Fatal Females Podcast. You're gonna follow us on Facebook. Fatal, Fatal Females, Females Podcast. Podcast. What's our website, Chelsea? FatalFemalesPodcast.com. Nice. And uh, iTunes, rate and subscribe. Do it. Don't be, don't do, don't do. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. That's what I was trying to look for. Do it. God damn it. You always make your drink so strong. You always guzzle them. See, if I you double, it, they're delicious. you should start recording before me. Fuck. And then, but then I would guzzle, but I don't care. You know what? It's not honestly be though. Fair. Your last episode was so fucking good, that and was I a good feel episode. like you were a little loose with it, and that's why. Oh, loosey goosey! So you know what? In two weeks, another loosey goosey, crazy Pamela episode coming at you. We're going at it. Uh, suggestions, comments, attitudes, statements, beliefs. Wow, <laughs> branching out. Bro, <laughs> bro. All right, let's um, wrap this. Here up. we go, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.